hey, uh, this is Drew, and you're listening to the Drew World Order. And um, hey, guys, listen, I know I don't sound like me, but I just escaped this lab. The government was experimenting on us. Um, they're currently looking for me, but just so you like, you guys know, I'm alive, and um, they actually switched me bodies with somebody else. Yes, uh, it's my mind. It's me. I'm Drew, but I'm in this fat Mexican's body, and his name is Chewy. He's the host of Screaming Chewy Show podcast. But anyways, you you guys gotta find me, okay? I've been dropping clues in every one of my episodes. So just keep tuning in to Drew World Order. This platform contains information and the conclusions and or theories regarding who we truly are in this existence, why we are here, and what is happening on our planet. This program discusses themes which may or may not challenge the listener's perception regarding the beliefs, nature of possibility, and purpose. We hold all truths to be self-evident and navigate the uncertainty in an attempt to help you remember and reclaim. This is the Drew World Order. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order. As I've told you before, because I love it so much, they also created the Great Seal of the United States. And that Great Seal of the United States has on it Novus Order Seclorum, a new order for the centuries, for the ages, forever. The affirmative task we have now is uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. Okay, so what do you mean it's starting to make you feel uncomfortable? Because this is what the point of my cast was tonight. Like nobody, nobody's picking on you or criticizing you at all. Hello. Is she still on the line? She she left, didn't she? Did she really? That blows my fucking mind. Blows me away. You know, I'm a nice person, but and it's not. You know, it's just a fucking live cast. I kind of had a plan for the live cast tonight, you know, and knew which way I wanted to go. I was certainly not putting her on the spotlight. I was definitely saying that hey, I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to you. I don't understand. For somebody to say, like, listen, I'm getting uncomfortable on your cast talking about stuff that you want to talk about on your cast that you planned and you, like, put together. I don't get that. Because, you know, I wouldn't go on Rock's cast or anybody's cast and say, this is getting weird for me. Can we not talk about this anymore? Recently, I've been having this sense of urgency where anything that just is waste a waste of fucking time, if it's not adding substance to my experience or my knowledge or my education or my life uh, in general, I really am just having a tough time buying into it, talking about it, um, listening to it. That's me though. And there are 24, 23 hours, 56 minutes in a day. And I really don't want to spend like 17 minutes a day talking about urine, like some of the shit that like, and that's fine if people want to talk about that stuff. But um, I think it's ridiculous that I take your phone call and have a conversation with you, not putting you on the spotlight, but definitely, you know, trying to explore maybe why things are the way they are. And because I don't don't know if people just don't want to change anything about situations they don't like. It's like people don't even think it's a possibility. It doesn't make any sense to me. I thought the purpose, as Sheba would say, we're here to learn, fail, 
adapt, relearn. Ah, I mean, it's no wonder why. I, drama, here you go, Alec Commander. But it's no wonder why you can't get past the, you know, first rung of the rabbit hole when we didn't even fucking get into what, you know, we just wanted to talk about society and caring what other people think about you. And we didn't even get past that before people start derailing or saying, like, this is too much. Like, fuck, if that's too much, then how are you going to react when we talk, talk to you about the deep underground military bases or the fact that these some of these people that are in charge of your planet are praying to Lucifer and attempting to raise the Leviathan on the planet in the form of Damien or Satan, whatever it is that you choose to identify it as. And that's, it's like their programming has people so, it's like a firewall. People refuse to go outside of the firewall that might be a little bit uncomfortable or be something that just, a, you know, people don't want to talk about. I don't know. And with, I mean, all due respect, I love, but I didn't get on my cast tonight to talk about how Comic-Con was coinciding, two Comic-Con events were co coinciding with her birthday. And I don't mean that as a, like, I'm not talking shit. I'm not making a snide remark. I'm saying that with all due respect, uh, if I knew that that's what we were going to do, you know, I could do, I, I didn't really want to talk about that. That's not really why I was joint started a cast. And especially, you know, if you're trying to make a brand, you're attempting to brand yourself, as Rock and I have been talking about lately. Some new folks in here tonight, what does it say about, because honestly, that's not why. If I'm live casting, I got my own unique style of humor, I guess. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm talking about stuff that I think is bothersome about the planet, uh, whether it be who's in charge, how they've designed society, what their plan is, what we are to them, what we are in general, what we are from the aspect of God why we're here, what all this is, perception, and you're exploring your own mind. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that like, hey, it's dumb for people to not want to explore it or to seek it out or to look into it. But from my perspective, I, you know, I don't want to talk about stuff that doesn't really have anything, you know, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm a press for saying that. Am I, am I a New World Order press? Maybe. Spent way too much energy and time. Let's use this example. Why... Oh, why are you trying to match like a square peg with a round hole? Some things you just have to let go. It fucking sucks. Sometimes it sucks. Think about the things that you have let go that you thought you were never going to survive by having to do that. Think about all those things that you did survive. And oftentimes, I don't know about you, but for me, wound up in a better situation because of that terrible, devastating situation that we didn't think we we're going to survive. I don't know. And I don't know if it's like programming or indoctrination why people don't want to take the horse blinders off. If they did, they'd be like, oh my God. It's like that Hermes quote, if thou but just set foot on the, upon the path, then thou shall see the truth everywhere. And I don't know, maybe that's a, maybe a lot of people like Alec Commander, like we've been talking about recently, some people might not want to start that because they know or they're aware of how deep the rabbit hole goes. And then, listen, the rabbit hole, you're never going to find the bottom of the rabbit hole. You could take, you could have lifetimes. You're never going to find the bottom of the rabbit hole, but you don't have to maintain your level of awareness or perception where it is, where it currently stands to be like right now for the rest of your life. Like that, that doesn't make sense to me either. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, increase your vibration, increase your awareness and you get farther down the rabbit hole. There's mis misinformation, there's disinformation, there's Operation Mockingbird. So yes, there's disinformation, misinformation, there's shills, there's 
um, Alex Jones, he's always a hot topic of issue. Say what you will about Alex Jones, but the information that Alex, nobody ever talks about the information. Nobody, nobody ever talks about the documents that, you know, he was talking about some of the word Alex Jones was instrumental in my awakening. Now I'm not saying that he was like the, he was not the only one responsible because he only showed me the door, much like other researchers only show the door. People have to walk through the door. It's interesting to me to do, uh, I guess, want to know or people that are talk about this shit or research are holier than thou. Not by any means, because I have a lot of faults, shitload of faults. But I do believe that everybody that's in this cast right now and the fact that we're talking about this, there's a reason for that. I used to be so obsessed with learning everything I could learn. You're not going to learn everything that there is to learn. You're going to have things that you resonate to, things that you don't resonate to. You're going to have things that mean a lot to you in life and things that don't mean so much to you in life. Like when I worked in youth sports, we would spend hours like just encapsulated in minor time in the prep, the evaluation, the lead up, the, uh, the organization of game day, which only happened on Saturdays when Saturday, your one day a week with the entire day being around your volunteers, the coaches, uh, parents, the kids, your referees, your supervisors, whoever else, like that's your major time day because you are spending the entire day literally one-on-one -on -one interaction with your patron, your, your client, whoever. But we only devoted a little amount of time to that, like almost no time at all, only on Saturdays because as six days a week, it was spent focused on minor time, the preparation for major time. And the other thing that like just blows my mind is whether it be like, a, I don't know if I, you can't ask people questions anymore. You know, you can't ask anybody a question that might, they just get fucking offended and hang up or ignore you. And then you're left here wondering like, all right, what the fuck? It's just, there's so many precedents set everywhere. Well, I can't ask about this. I can't talk about that. I can't fucking mention this. Like, is that any way, like, I don't fucking have time or do it. Am I interested in maintaining a book of notes on every single person or friend I have where it says, Hey, I can't talk about this. Like, I don't have that for Sal. I don't have that for rock. I don't have that for purple Panda. I don't really want to have that because that's a conditional based friendship. In my opinion, if I had to have a fucking list of things saying like, okay, I can't talk about this with rock. I can't talk about this. Like that, That's not, that's like a forced, uh, it's a conditional based relationship, conditional based partnership, conditional based cast, conditional based, whatever. That's, yeah, I don't know. Is that really any, that's, that's a lot of fucking preparation and heartache and just like, Jesus, why don't you just fucking cut that shit loose? Forget about it. There are other people, there's 7 billion people on the planet, you know? And, uh, I don't know, man, I don't know why people just must be, whether it be subconscious fear or conscious fear, conscious fear. I mean, I, I guess you could say that, okay, I'm not afraid of it anymore. Let's press on. But unless you fucking convince your subconscious the universe doesn't really uh, provide you or reciprocate that with situations that are going to, uh, match your true fear, which lies within your subconscious, but then you can't, can't hardly even fucking get down, even step foot or even get close to the rabbit hole before people are like, all right, I'm freaked out. Let's not talk about this. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the Kardashians or American gladiators. What the fuck do the Kardashians, what do they bring to the table at all? Like they don't seriously, they're more devils, more Luciferians. And just because, you know, Jay-Z throwing up the, the triangle sign and Beyonce, you know, doing their shit. Like, I don't really think they might have some awareness of what it means now, but they're not like the king and queen of the Illuminati. Like they're just went with a trend or a hip thing that stuck to them and it became their niche or their, their call sign. Exactly. 
puppet show, they fucking obviously probably do not know what the fuck that means. And either can they might be able to tie it to Illuminati, but I guarantee you they're not fucking the king and queen of the Illuminati. They're puppets just like everybody else. Ariana Grande doing the one eye, hand over her eye. She doesn't know what the fuck that means. Nor like any of these models or people you see do all these hand symbols. Like, I don't even know if LeBron, maybe LeBron James knows what he's doing when he does his 666 symbol before the games. By the way, exactly. Yeah, they they see it as more of like a, this is, this is hip. This is artsy. This, this is culture. This has like some cultural importance because we can attach it to, oh my God, she's putting one hand over her eye. All these symbols and the, these signs and these spells or whatever it is that the, the puppets are using, like they don't fucking know. They've been compromised into casting the spells, just like we've been compromised into having the, cat, the spells cast upon us. People that uh, have power and money, what do they want? They want fucking more power. So you have all these, you got everybody near, everybody's willing to sell their soul, right? Like everybody's willing to sell their fucking soul. LeBron, remember when he went from Cleveland to Miami and he wore number six? Right. I mean, does it get any obvious, more obvious than that? He left Cleveland, sold his soul to play for Miami, the Heat, and wore six. I mean, I'm, that's just an example. That's that's one example of how I uh, see it. Doesn't necessarily have to be in real life. God, look what they do to some of the fucking heroes in like comic books and shit. It's like the it's about the decay or the degradation of role models and people that we consider to be heroes. That's why all the heroes are fucking killed off, and all that's left is like Barry Manilow and talentless shitbags. You know, but yeah, seriously, think about that. Like LeBron left his hometown, his home state, left the golden. He was a golden boy, uh, the small market. All right, left Cleveland, went to the Inferno, literally played for the Heat, Hell, War 6. Is the number on, I don't think it's on anywhere else, is it? So you got 66. I don't know, it's just it's fascinating. Also, uh, I still would like to stand by the GOAT's prediction that the Lakers will win the NBA championship this year, and LeBron will ho- hoist the trophy and say this one's for Kobe. But that's, uh, and that's not my prediction, that's actually... Uh, Jack Birds, and I, I think that's very much a, a possibility. So, see, there you go. Look, look at how, look at how good and conniving the powers that be are. I just, I don't even watch the NBA. I don't. I couldn't tell you last time I watched the NBA, and I just spent what ten minutes talking about the NBA. Distraction, cul-de-sac. They don't care what fucking cul-de-sacs you. They don't care what you're cul-de-sac by. They just care that you go down the cul-de-sac and then squabble down in that cul-de-sac, whatever it is. Because while we do that whatever cul-de-sac it is, like, guess what? The fucking agenda advances. There's so many, like, booby traps and, well, I guess it'd be, like, knowledge pitfalls that you can fall in on the way down the rabbit hole that it almost, it nearly prevents, like, everybody, like, a select few that, like, truly see, and I don't even see the big picture. Like, I think that, uh, there you go. Six, mm-hmm. Also, uh, who was telling me about that commercial where he threw the basketball at the helicopter and the timer on the basketball was 41 I think and he was 41 when he died Herbert Walker Bush's train that he rode on the, what, the, the father Bush from during the funeral procession what was that they fucking attached like the schism of nearly they've hijacked almost everything that has a frequency or a vibration in this reality and they've attached their version or their interpretation of it to that logo to the number to the color that that's what we're seeing 
And these people are extremely like rigid and they li- they are literally housed within their R complex, their reptilian brain. They live within it all times of the day. They, they, they literally perceive life through this fight or flight. And when it comes to us, they'll fucking sell us down the river in a heartbeat. If it means they get to keep their land, their money, they're parasites, Luciferian satanic parasites. And like, remember what Kira said about how she looks in the mirror and she can hear what people that she doesn't like have said about her. And it causes those feelings to manifest when she looks at herself. That's a a seed of doubt. And how does a seed grow? You you have to cultivate it somehow. It's going to germinate and then you have to cultivate it. Well, after it germinates, I mean, Jesus Christ, if you don't want that seed of doubt growing in you, or you think that it's time for those doubts that somebody else has, whatever, bamboozled upon you, like that means that they have implanted their vibration into you and you are cultivating that vibration. And you know what happens? The only thing that's happening, you're not getting any assistance from that cultivation. Like the only person that is, is the person that implanted that seed of doubt into you, onto you, because they are harnessing, they are acquiring your vibrational sustenance for their benefit more often than not, because you wouldn't harness somebody's vibrational sustenance. You don't eat food to get weaker or to get more hungry. You eat food to be, be full, to feel satisfied, to have energy, to get sustenance for the vital, you know, ongoing process of the, the body's organs or whatever else, you know? Um, and I don't know if it only blows my mind because I should probably, okay, I'm not putting on the spotlight. I'm not talking shit. I'm cause I do the same thing to myself. I'm trying to figure out like where or how human beings, we can alter that behavior because obviously, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, it's not working. I mean, what's the difference? You can't really allow somebody to have that power over you and say that I'm going to approach this from a different way today or a different level of regret or doubt or hate. Like there's no hate is hate. There's not 15,000 degrees of hate. Somebody might tell you there is, but hate is hate. It's, it's the same. The, the, the people that we let do that to us, those people don't even fucking like themselves. Like, does it make any fucking sense why you would allow somebody to implant a seed of doubt into you who doesn't even fucking like themselves at that point? Doesn't it stand to reason that they are desperate for their own survival? And if they don't like themselves that much and they are just fucking throwing seed out there, hoping that it cultivates anywhere, just don't cultivate that seed. But it's the programming. It's like the, the years of society pound these perceptions and beliefs and norms and whatever else straight into our fucking brains. It's tough. You got to break, break the programming. Yeah, honestly, as I, you know, I tell Rock all the time and he mentions to me, like, uh, truth is truth. Truth is truth. I mean, and here we, like, here we go. I've been doing this for 90 minutes now and I don't think have we, have you, Rock, have I even talked about what I was going to talk about? I mean, we've talked about some good shit. The power of perception, reclaiming your perception. I mean, I ask myself all the time, like, all right, am I, do I have thought these thoughts, like these opinions, this interest? this desire to look into this, to be this, to not be that. Is that because of what other people have like, you know, applied or put on me? Or is that because of what my, like my total sovereignty 
or the combination of expertise or my expertise, Jesus Christ, combination of education and experience you and your, you know, all your adventures and your best day and your worst day. Does it ever piss you off? It isn't the audacity for people to tell you what you should do in any situation. Think about that. Just think about that. Have you ever, Sal, have you ever spent one day in drama rock shoes? Rock, have you ever spent one day in sh uh, Shogun shoes? I've never spent one day in Sal's shoes. You know, Papa B's never spent one day in my shoes. And uh, it's, it's insane that nobody has ever been you on your best day. They've never, they've never like seen one second of what you felt and what you accomplished and the smile on your face. Like none of us, you know, I've never been a part of that for any of you on your best day, nor have I ever seen you on your worst day. But yet humans or society, all we do is walk around and say, I understand, or I was there. I can relate to what you had to experience on your worst day. And because I was never there, and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but my arrogance is going to pretend like, you know, I see that you're still here and I see that you're still alive. Yeah. Yes. Um, this means that you don't have scars. Now I'm not contradicting what I was saying earlier. Okay. But what I'm saying from an individual standpoint, like we let people who don't give a flying fuck about us, who don't have any interest in like really even it's some, okay. I wanted to ask Kira, some of those people that you are worried about, or any, any situation, any per person in her situation, you know, I, we all have people like that. Uh, like some of those people, like, do you really think that they would have even have been there on your worst day? A lot of people will be there on your best day because everybody wants to fucking ride the coattails, right? You ever notice that when the, when the going gets well, when the going is fucking awesome, when everything's flowing, when, you know, the, the, the fucking casinos spitting out winning jackpots, like you get a lot of fucking friends. There's a lot of people riding on, you know, I don't know about you, but that's me. Like just friends coming out of the fucking work work. Man, how you doing? You do, man, you're looking good, man. How you doing? You doing all right? Now, when the opposite occurs and the casino dries up and, uh, you know, things ain't looking so good, uh, everybody's deserted you, including all those people that were there saying that, hey, man, I'm going to be here. We're going to be friends forever. I appreciate you. I just need, you know, I need a little money here. I need a little help there. And you, hey, things are good for you, man. Come on, help a brother out. Uh, those same fucking people nowhere to fucking be found. They won't answer the phone. They won't fucking answer a text. Oh, I've been busy, man. I've been really busy. Like, Oh, you weren't too busy to like, you know, whether it be petty fucking bow minutia of conversation or shit talking, like you weren't too busy for all that stuff. Uh, or when there was like money or pussy or the possibility, the possibility of money, pussy, and you know, uh, whatever else, like you were, you were, no, weren't all that busy. In fact, I don't seem to remember you doing anything for like a week straight other than riding the coattails. But same people, when the going gets tough, like, listen, man, uh, you're on your own. You know, think about that. Fair weather friendships, you know, flying fairies. I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a, and it's cognitive dissonance plays a, a factor. And like I always say, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to everybody else. I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to everybody else. Because there are things that I lie to myself about. Fucking A. You know, and who knows, I could be, I could have been led down a huge fucking rabbit hole of no significance and all this could, could be a lie. But think about this though, too, if that's true, all right, then rock who grew up on the other side of the country, you know, uh, and while we didn't come to the same conclusions, exact or uh, specifically 
taught for taught, whatever, uh, rock has similar fucking conclusions or theories, ideas, because based, based upon his education and his experience, what he has learned, the education of his experience. So that's kind of what I was saying. Like truth is self-evident. Truth is truth. You know, you can cul-de-sac an entire society down different avenues or whatnot, but you're still going to have people that are like, listen, I didn't go down that cul-de-sac or I don't really necessarily believe that taught for taught or, you know, we might not resonate to the same fucking theories or whatnot, but when it comes down to it, when the pond or the, the stream comes back into the river, sure shit, there's rock. Then he sees me. He's like, fuck, I knew it, you know? So truth is self-evident. And at some point, you know, it doesn't matter how long you know, rock said he started in this in the nineties, long before I did. And he's probably well further down the rabbit hole than I am. Uh, but it's interesting that no matter what, you know, no matter how far, and it's not really, I'm not saying it's competition or anything like that. It's not, uh, because I'm trying to do what he's trying to do. He's trying to do what I'm trying to do. Uh, we have different ways of relaying that information, different tools to broadcast it. And you got to have, I mean, if you had, if, if we were exactly the same, uh, you, you want, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, you want, when I am reading about this stuff and trying to learn about it, I don't want the same style of delivery, the same tone, the same uh, nature of tone. Like I want, it's fun to learn from different personalities. It's fun to see truth coming from different walks of life, different cultures, different civilizations. Like when you see truth broadcast in the same manner from all over the world, doesn't matter how they got there. Like they're all getting to the same quote unquote principle or theory. Like that's truth. And what do they say? Uh, all truth is, uh, what's up, Supercell? Listen, hey, how you doing? How you doing, girl? Fuck, you doing all right? Good, good. All truth is, uh, first, it's violently opposed, right? Or is it ridiculed? If one or two, I can't remember. First, it's violently opposed and it's ridiculed. Or is it ridiculed and then violently opposed? Maybe it's condemned. It's either condemned, laughed at, or ridiculed. And then it's violently opposed. And then the third step is that all truth becomes self-evident. And as Socrates, Socrates, my man, you know, Socrates had the theory of not necessarily walking around defining shit, but more like undefining shit. Like just literally walking around asking people like what I tell this story before Socrates was put to death because he walked up to the military generals in ancient Greece and asked them to define the word courageous. And when they could not define the word courageous, he asked him, then how the fuck and why the fuck are you in any position to be teaching these soldiers about what courage is, how to be courageous, and what being courageous looks like? They put him to death for it. You can't fucking get people to think like that. What are we going to do, man? We don't, we can't have, you know, speaking on the powers of be now, like, uh, we can't have a critical thinking problem-solving class of citizens because then if that happens they see right through our shit immediately you know and that's like that that's what like rock and i we've been talking about lately is like okay we see through the shit and i'm not necessarily trying to like steer people towards a certain i'm not trying to get people to look into this shit to be like hey listen you've got to look into this because you've got to believe what i'm saying that there's lizard people hell no and it it would be asinine when i first started this like i never fucking thought Never imagined, never hoped, never wanted, never des desired or dreamed that in 15 years or however long later, I never said to myself in that library in 2000, what, 
2015, 2005, 2015, Jesus. That's terrible math. Never sat down in 2005 at that Wichita State Outlaw Library. I remember it. I had a big New Brzezinski book and a David Rockefeller book. I did not write in my notes. All right, this is where I hope to go. I hope that I'm talking about the nature of reality, vibrations, frequencies, the occult, Satanism, satanic rituals. Uh, didn't wasn't hoping to talk about that shit. I was just curious and decided and told myself, like, hey, let's just go wherever this information leads us. And yes, there's been information that's kind of veered off and that I, I've, I've wasted time researching some of this shit, we, uh, researching like false, just shit that didn't really matter in the grand scheme of it. And some people ask me like, well, how does it any of it matter in the grand scheme of it? You can't be able to do anything about it. Uh, the fact that we're talking about this right now, um, it's causing molecules in people's perception, the brain, uh, the body, whether it be you looking up something on the internet or reading a book that you have been procrastinating or, or I don't know, looking at a United Nations white paper, whatever it is, uh, even if it's causing you to just think a little bit differently and you don't do anything that requires reading a book, looking at the internet, like, you know, my only goal, because I, I believe that this is how you defeat this force is it's a, it's a perception. It's a, my, it's a war of perception. Uh, and you're going to have, we're going to have to defeat it on an energetic level or in our minds, in our hearts. I mean, people got to take their minds back. Rock talks about that all the time. Like use your fucking brain, use your mind. You know what I mean? Uh, that, that's really what, uh, it's a battle for your mind and they are attempting to disconnect or knock the, the, the Holy Trinity, my Holy Trinity, I guess is something I say is be the left brain, right brain, your heart. What they're trying to do is literally throw everything off balance, discombobulate everything. They're trying to get your chakras all out of alignment. Um, trying to, they're trying to alter our DNA with their manipulation instead of letting the the photons of light that are emanating from the sun because information literally photons of light contain information that who knows what's on that information i mean information we're information we're receiving information we were broadcasting information uh when your computer is hooked up to the internet and you have spyware or whatnot your computer is giving and receiving updated information about what to look out for upgrades and like we're given we're being given a chance right now the human race in my pop in my, in my population jesus my i guess my uh that's not assumption it seems to me let's say that and i just get the feeling by seeing what's happening in the planet you can see the duality you can see the shift there's some that are ascending and willing to go with the flow and release the old habits the old ways of doing things um yes there's some of us that are fucking hesitant and I include myself in that category, not to be like pretentious or egotistical, but because I like literally have the desire to ascend or to continue my development, my evolution. Uh, I'm not the same person I was two days ago, five months ago. Um, when I was a kid, I have the same maybe eyes or, you know, whatever, but I don't have the same beliefs that I had when I was 18. And sometimes I have people in my family say, like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, how is, why is that such a bad thing? Like, why is that so terrible? Like for God fucking sakes, if I was still the same way when I was, when I was 18 as I am now, like I, I life would have eaten me up and spit me out. But because I had to fucking change or adapt, like Sal always says, you either fucking adapt to your environment or you fucking, it, it's going to destroy you. You got, you know, you got two choices and I, if I'm butchering that Sal, I apologize. Hello, Jamie. Hello lady. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'm not talking about like 
only the the strong survive or the the weak will be i'm not talking about that at all uh it's a choice everybody has a choice if you're if you're interested in your purpose your mission why we're here who's in charge what's up with all these fucking luciferian deities painted all over these fucking monuments and shit why is washington uh, portrayed in the the pose of baphomet in in the, some pictures or paintings like why 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 would they do that that to me that's interesting i mean i i have questions about that i have questions about the way the united uh, the washington dc street map was laid out i have a question as to why there's an upside down pentagram and that symbol the pentagram i mean that's pretty heavily tied to the light bringer lucifer so these people that designed the street map of washington dc to me you know whether I believe that the Virginia company is the United States or the United States is truly a sovereign nation um, that re- re- actually is free from the crown, that that's irrelevant. Uh, but I'm, I am interested into why some of the founders of this country or, you know, the architects of this nation, well, nation, why the fuck are they putting upside down pentagrams in street plans? Why are they putting the capital in the belly of Moloch? What's up with the, the, the pyramids being located on the 33rd parallel? What is it about that? What is it about when those pyramids were built? You know, fucking who built those pyramids? Why did they build them on the 33rd parallel? Why was Kennedy killed on 1122? It comes up to be 33, also killed on the 33rd parallel. Why, like Rock was saying earlier, why does uh, the numerology, it's coded. Like it, it's very, very, they've got the simulation. Let's just say it is a simulation or a matrix. The birds. Remember how the Oracle, uh, but she, when they're on the park bench and she says, everything that you see around you, uh, the things that happen normally that don't ever cause you to think anything about it, those are programs working normal. Like everything, what if they have, literally, because they are this like meticulous and this diabolical and this conniving and insidious. Like this this is how far and how long they think out. that They're playing the long game and they have backup plans for their contingencies, for their reserve management. I mean, they've got nearly every fucking... I mean, it's almost like you don't uh, you don't get to a point of being the president or you know a senator. I mean, maybe I'm not, maybe not senators, but I don't think that you truly get to be president unless you don't get to that point. Unless they're not going to put somebody in there that could go rogue. They can't have that. These are people living and obsessed with their reptilian brain. They're living within their R complex, and the R complex is greed, more power, the fight or flight, the uh, Kill or be killed. When you look at the reptilian brain, the R complex, apathetic, no empathy. Like we have a society that is broadcasting logos, symbols, scenarios, images, programs on TV, music that is altering or somehow like tuning us into, trying to tune us more into the, I call it the Archon complex or the Archon consciousness. This living within the reptilian brain. I mean, your fight or flight. And I, I know I talk about that all the time, but it's so fucking important. Like it's so, so important to understand. It's, I mean, when you're dealing with certain people, when you, when people just fly off the hook, like you see it when people snap and you can't reason with them, they have to like go do something. They have to disappear and go AWOL. And when they come back, they're docile. They're fine. I, I, I used to call it a switch with somebody I knew. Uh, she, once you hit that switch, she, she, there wasn't any coming back for her. She wasn't going to reason. She wasn't going to rationalize. There was a look in her eye. That was, that's her reptilian brain. And 
that when your R complex kicks in, your reptilian brain, that's the pilot of your perception in that point. And adrenaline just fucking fuels that thing to steroids. You, a lot of people cannot escape the reaction of their R complex, the reptilian brain. I mean, it's usually emotionally driven. So if you could somehow, when you feel that and you get that rage, uh, take a step back. Like don't just don't even engage with anybody. Take a step back, like breathe, try to calm down, let emotion subside and then decide how you want to react. Cause when sometimes when we come up with ideas and we're in that emotionally charged state, like those ideas, those ideas are being formed and are literally being harnessed out of more often than not negative emotions. So if you're forming an idea or coming with a game plan out of a negative emotion, uh, what is that going to produce? Hate begets hate. Negativity begets negativity. Uh, you're just adding or you're going to contribute to that frequency, that vibration, that, that's that pond. Okay. So it's like when you throw a rock in the water, if you throw a rock in the water to your right, right? You got the same rock you throw to your left. Like you're just adding ripples to the water, to the, the, the man, the, the metaphysical universe. That's why, I mean, I really do believe that, uh, like a lot of this is, uh, the mental transmutation. Powerful thing. And a lot of times, that was a lot of fucking ideas in here. So how is that you doing? Hi, if it was, don't worry. Does that mean like just sitting at the stoplight and hoping somebody brings you orange juice every day? Uh, if that's giving up and somebody happens to deliver that orange juice, then fuck. If I guaranteed orange juice every day, I might give up too. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and some people, like some people, uh, I was trying to have a conversation with a guy like last week and he just kept misconstruing my words and throwing them back at me the opposite of how I was saying. Uh, and it was just blowing my mind. I was like, dude, that's not what I said at all. And then he tried to tell me that he's been in the conspiracy for 20 years, but he didn't fucking know what operation Northwoods was or project blue beam. It's like, dude, you, who the, you know, you can lie to me as my old football coach used to say, I'll lie to my friends and you can lie to your friends, but let's not lie to each other. You know? So I thought that that was really, really ignorant. And I started like, I guess making fun of him. It's like, dude, uh, how is that even possible for you to, I know everything there's to know about the conspiracy, man. Don't, what are you talking about, man? You talking about mo, homo jumbo mocus. You using your magic spells on me now. No, I'm not. I'm asking you like, why were there explosions in the buildings? QAnon is a quality source, but like you gotta, listen, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not sitting here. If I see two pieces of evidence, all right. I'm not Johnny Cochran. I'm not going to sit here and be like, the glove don't fit. You must have quit. And that's a whole other thing because that O.J. Simpson trial just fucking fascinates the shit out of me. But uh, anyways, well, how's everybody doing? Y'all doing good? Having a good day? What's up, Jamie? Well, we're just whispering. We're just having a good time. And then I'll oh, I hear things. If you want to whisper, this is the whisper cast. We're just praying for Jesus. Can't, you're talking too loud. Hold on. Shh, shh. I get in this habit, like, I, I feel like my kid's behind me, he's behind me sleeping, so I'm just thinking that I'm my kid sleeping, but I, he's not, and I'm still whispering, so I'm having a pleasure. He's sleeping now, to the, the topic, we're talking about the New World Order, and who loves kitty? Who loves kitty? Are these your shoes? Excuse me, New World Order, are these your shoes? God damn, baby. Listen, hey, uh, I just want to let, let you know that uh, I was compromised in 1992, uh, it caught me uh, doing cocaine off of a 14-year-old. Uh, well, she's, you know, I don't want to go any farther, but uh, I had to play the game. I had to play the game. Then uh, Hillary came in and she said, 
uh, we're going to kill Gaddafi someday. And I said, baby, you go for it. I don't give a shit. Fuck, I'm high as fuck. Goddamn, baby. Goddamn, baby. Oh, yeah. Someone thing not being human. Goddamn Hillary. There was a message sent to someone. He said, he put it on Twitter and the message said, Hill. And something not being human. Lizard people. I'm just saying. Goddamn Hillary. I tell you, I love her. I don't love her. I hate her, but I love her. She's my wife. She fuck her. Welcome. You in a drama and fuds. Which will you do? You return to the rock. Drama rock. And now, Brigadier General. Drama rock. Okay, it's all yours. Thanks, Rock. Okay, um, I don't know how to get out of here. Are, are we on? Oh shit, my bad. Go for it, Rock.